Have I been talking about Rogers that much? Is this something that I've been doing? To- was always the ice cream truck coming to town. I run inside, Mom. Can I get some butter? I want to get ice cream. Ice cream. The good humor. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it. And the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, the great Bambino, and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Hello, welcome in, uh, good night to you, I can say that, good evening yes, to you. Yes, good evening. Because 11 o'clock, it's kind of borderline if I don't know what to say. Well, especially with the music behind us, I should say, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> welcome in to a late night edition of the starting lineup. We're here on 98.9, the Illini postgame just got concluded. There is, you're going to make me go on the air after that. Yep. Our therapy session will be postponed until Monday because we got a lot more to talk about besides that nasty Illinois ending. We got high school football playoffs to talk about. That's what we're here for. As uh, Coming up at 8 o'clock, the uh, brackets will be revealed, and we'll uh, see who's in, who's out. As uh, On the IHSA website, do they, they do have the uh, qualifiers up, so we'll uh, take a look at uh, those interesting uh, teams uh, that got in, and we will be talking about, of course, the results that happened. Uh, last night and including our very own FEM Hearts getting the victory over Centralia to get their fifth win and Cumberland getting their sixth win yep. as well and we'll also take a look at some other bubble games that happened last night that could affect the uh, seeds could affect the bubble and uh, whatnot not just from around the area but I uh, kind of get that whole at uh, this whole state as a whole and here's uh- I'm going to be very broad here to start off this show with a teaser, as we call it in the industry, uh-huh. Travis. And that is, we talked all week about there's going to be multiple five and four teams possibly missing this playoffs. Yeah. And with the way that today and yesterday went, you don't need to worry about that if you're a five right. and four team. <laughs> it just so happens uh, to be uh, that way. But Everything we talked about. Yeah, I mean, isn't that how it's, that how it's supposed it to go? Um, yeah, that's it's usually how it goes. But uh, So we'll get to that. And then, of course, on the 8 o'clock hour. So that means we're here for two hours. Yes. And we're here until 9 o'clock. So that means in the 8 o'clock hour when the brackets are officially revealed, we'll get our live reactions to those of where our area teams will be headed. Or they may not have to head too far. They may have some hosting 
beginning of mm-hmm. playoffs. We'll look at the matchups, and then as of we go along towards the week, uh, next week we'll be previewing the matchups as we go along there. And I'm going to fill out a, a bracket here before we get out of here tonight and tell you who I think in the South is going how far. All right, yeah, we generally try to stay focusing on the uh, yes. South yes. Uh, there. So, uh, so uh, strap in and make sure you got extremities in the car at all times. And yep. we're here for the next hour for our playoff extravaganza show. You bet. You bet. I got the extravaganza you do watch. You the extravaganza watch on. You bet I do, as it's and, a special occasion. And if you listen to yesterday's show, there are cupcakes. Yes, they are cupcakes. Because Effingham and Cumberland both, both won, made it. Yep. So therefore. Cupcakes are available. Dessert are available for us. So, uh, it's a, you get a dessert yourself if you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Help us indulge and indulge yourself as well. So even if your team didn't make it, yeah, you have something to celebrate. Exactly. Yeah. Even though it's uh, seven o'clock at night, don't worry about those bedtimes uh, tonight with the sugar uh, there. All right. So uh, we need to get into it and we need to start it off. And we're going to start it off like a normal show does. It's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. The segment called uh, First Things uh, First, and we're starting off with the two area teams uh, and the two games that we were at last night, and uh, Cumberland was there at their home place hosting Homecoming, so uh, Homecoming tonight mm-hmm. for them, and so they'll wait to see uh, where they'll play because they uh, won last night as they officially uh, clinched their uh, sixth yep. win last night over Argenta, and then over on Jack FM, FEM clinched a, what you would think would be a a spot with 47 playoff points. I don't think they have to sweat uh, too much at all. And sure enough, the playoff qualifiers are there. Uh, They are in. So uh, they won last night, picking up their fifth win. It was a 61-34 win over Centralia Mm -hmm. last night. So uh, after everything that the Hearts have kind of gone through of kind of a couple games letting them get away, from them after uh, everything that's uh, gone on uh, as well some mistakes but uh, all said and done last night they put up 61 points their highest output of the season so far just a couple weeks ago uh, they won against Taylorville they put up 55 points but last night was 61 against Centralia and Travis you know we're 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 gonna dive deeper into these games on Monday on the starting sure. lineup but I want now that we know that that both these teams are going to play another week. Mm-hmm. What is one thing from the game last night that you're going to look at and think positively about heading into the playoffs next week? Uh, you know, I knew that looking at the scores from uh, Centralia's schedule that uh, other teams have been able to put up points on them, mm-hmm. but also Centralia has been able to put up points themselves with their offense, and uh, they showed it last night. It looked like it was going to be a shootout uh, there for a while. But, you know, I was happy to see that FEM kept the scoring uh, output and uh, the rushing uh, was there, obviously, with uh, Weldon Dunstan. Six rushing touchdowns last night, and that tied for a school record uh, for most touchdowns 
rushing touchdowns in a game. So I was happy to see that FEM was able to uh, score, and uh, they didn't have too many mistakes uh, last night from a turnover perspective or mm-hmm. anything like that. So mm-hmm. I was happy to see that they uh, kept the offense uh, scoring uh, output there. Definitely, because you know you, you mentioned how a couple of weeks ago they had their highest point total against Taylorville, but there have been times this season that FEM offense has been a little stagnant. Right. And so you want to be playing some good offense, especially rushing the football heading into the playoffs because we know as it gets colder, it gets harder and harder to throw the football. Mm-hmm. And it's harder for your players to catch the football because their hands are cold. Yeah. So running the football is very important. And the fact that FEM has a good running game may lead to them having a, a nice run in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. The winners three out of our last four games uh, for the Hearts, and particularly uh, last night in the, in the Mount Zion game, there was a strong rushing attack. Uh, as well. So I really like what FEM is doing right now. Uh, they're clicking at the right time, and uh, they are really a dangerous 5-4 and four team, I, I think, because if you talk to anyone in that locker room, they probably say that they shouldn't be 5-4. and four. Their record should be better than that. But uh, so that's why it makes it so dangerous that they're a 5-4 and four team heading yep. into the postseason, as well as playing some good football. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. So uh, then uh, FEM uh, pretty much clinched that uh, spot with uh, 47 playoff points is mm-hmm. what they ended up uh, being at. So that's a strong number right there. Yes. And uh, then they uh, found out that they will be going into uh, the uh, playoffs with the qualifiers uh, they're in. And the uh, Cumberland Pirates are also in as well because uh, they clinched mm-hmm. their uh, sixth win uh, last night. And they pretty much in dominating fashion last night, 40 to nothing for the Pirates over Argenta. So yep. uh, Cumberland, 6-3 and three record. It feels a lot better sitting here tonight than if you were sitting here with a 5-4 and four record. Knowing what we know, 5-4, sure. and four, you probably would have been all right. Right. But it's nice knowing you got 6. It's nice knowing there is no stress when you're watching the pairings tonight of wondering if you're in. You know mm-hmm. you're in. It's just a matter of who you're facing. And the one takeaway I have for the Cumberland Pirates last night, Travis, that I hope they build on is we talked about it all week, and I feel like I laid the gauntlet out to coach, and that was this offense. This offense had been so just slow and plodding and just not a lot there. Mm-hmm. And last night put up 40 points, all put up by the offense. No defensive touchdowns, nothing like that. The defense did its job, but, sure. you know, holding the shutout. But the offense, to me, 137 yards through the air for for Olmstead, 66 yards on the ground for Olmstead as well, um, as uh, uh, McMeekin had 109 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. So he kind of got back to his way he had been playing. And, you know, you look at it and go, well, it was against Argenna. Yes, but they were battling for a playoff spot. They right. came in at 4-4. Four and four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they knew they needed to win this. And the Pirates came out. We talked about the distraction of the homecoming. We talked about all these these things, the lot, the bitter taste in Cumberland's mouth, mouth from the Week 8 loss. There's a lot of things going into that game that the Pirates could, you know, distractions. Mm-hmm. And I think this week is going to be a great week for the Pirates because they weathered all the distractions and came out, and Coach said post-game, focused. They did, yeah. And they came out focused. They were up 32 nothing at the half. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you breathed a little uh, sigh of relief there when you were leading by that much at the yeah. half. So. Yeah. It was 12 nothing at, at the end of the first quarter, and you're kind of like, oh, oh, here we go. Like, this is, mm-hmm. is going to be a lot closer than people thought. 
Um, but yeah, Cumberland poured it on in the second quarter. So, uh, and again, we'll we'll dive deeper into these games on Monday. Sure. But uh, that's definitely a positive for the Pirates. So that's the seventh and appearance in a row now for Cumberland 2020, notwithstanding. Uh, Coach Watkins has only missed the playoffs once, and that was his first year in 2015. Uh, they were five and four that yep. year. So. He has never had a losing record at Cumberland. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that was one of those years where just kind of an unlucky draw yep. uh, there. It's the 14th total appearance as a school. And, of course, uh, last year in the uh, playoffs, they picked up that first-round playoff win, and it's been a long time. It was a drought of being one and done or uh, getting to the playoffs but couldn't get that victory. Uh, so it was a nice to see them do that last year of getting out of the first round. But it's also to know that Cumberland's never made it to the third round, though, yep. in the school history. And I love why HSA has for their postseason. They have that Cumberland 4-13, and their record in postseason games. It's not great. there, And also a to know for FEM. Uh, they got bounced from the uh, playoffs last year by Rochester. And I also like that since FEM won, that pretty much guaranteed that they wouldn't, with the player playoff points, that they wouldn't see Rochester or Murfreesboro, you would think. Mm-hmm. So you avoided those two top two, top two seeds for sure, no matter what they did. And it's also the fifth playoff appearance under Coach Hefner as well. So uh, that is to note for mm-hmm. the hearts as well. So we'll go along here, and we're just getting started here on the uh, starting lineup, and we'll take a look at the rest of the Apollo uh, conference and tell you about uh, the uh, playoff teams that, that made it from the Apollo as well as all of our other ones as well. We had some uh, teams clinch playoff spots. We had uh, teams clinch uh, conference titles as well. The LPC champions were yep. crowned there uh, last night and we'll tell you about all the rest of the area conferences as well as we're just underway here on the uh, starting lineups playoff extravaganza show and we'll roll on here after this. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. <laughs> Get ready for the fall tire sales event happening now through November 30th at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham. Don't miss out on savings up to 120 on select tires. Whether you're gearing up for the changing seasons or just need a fresh set of wheels, now's the time to get the best deals on quality tires, plus a free lifetime tire rotation plan. It's the Fall Tire Sales event. Your road to savings start here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, online at danheck.com. The old saying goes that change is the only constant in life, and boy, does that seem to ring true. From our pickup window for convenient dinner at home to our take-and-bake pies, we are continually working to adapt and serve you. Nemer's goal is to be a constant in your life, constantly providing quality, value-packed meals, constantly providing smiling faces and top-notch service, and constantly focused on serving you. Check out our evening specials, Country Pot Roast, the Seafood Platter, and the Farmer Jack at Nemer's. So delicious, always special, Nemer's Steakhouse. Mom? Dad? Uh, I'm going to head out with some friends. Hold up. What about your math homework? Done. Science? Did it. I thought you had research to do for your presentation. Yeah, don't worry. I got this. It's all done. The laptop you got me changed everything. (laughs) Gotta go. That's Jennifer. Jennifer? Yeah, she's in my history class. (laughs) I love school. Need a computer-printer combo deal? Ask Martin at Worth Computer Repair about his laptop and printer combo deals. Call today, 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. 
Stay protected with vaccinations from Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy in Effingham. They offer convenient RSV, flu, and COVID-19 vaccinations that fit your schedule. Because getting vaccinated doesn't just protect you, it protects your family and community. Walk in today, there's no appointment necessary and most insurances are accepted. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats, and we have some exciting news for you. We're giving away a 30-pound fall meat bundle. All you have to do is like our October 4th Facebook post for your chance to win. You can register from October 4th through October 23rd. The drawing will be held on October 24th. Remember, we will not comment that you have won on the post under your comment. Don't forget to check out our online ordering. It's a fast and easy way to order. For a limited time, we are offering a free pound of bacon with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. And now, is this really what we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, this is ridiculous. All right, we'll get back on track. (laughs) Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9 The Game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup, starting lineup playoff show extravaganza tonight here. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. If I didn't introduce ourselves before, if you're just a brand new uh, listener here, welcome. Thanks welcome. For us. Yes, thank you for joining us. You're a late it's night. Every Monday through Friday, yeah, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. to noon. And we also have the podcast as well, and we'll turn this into a podcast as well. Have it uploaded on the uh, feed. Uh, shortly after we're done uh, here tonight. All right, uh, so uh, we went through FEMA and uh, Cumberland uh, clinching playoff spots. Let's take a look at the rest of the uh, area and the playoff picture there. It was uh, Charleston getting uh, the win over uh, Salem, uh, 29-13, to uh, as uh, Charleston gets their seventh win of the season. They already clinched their first playoff appearance since 2012, and uh, they lost in the second round that year to Rochester, mm-hmm. and uh, they have seven appearances, uh, other appearances under Coach Halsey uh, there, including their best years in 2011-2012 when they made it to the semifinals. And uh, they also bounced Salem from uh, the yeah. playoffs as well with their fifth loss. Yeah, absolutely. And Charleston, like you said, a heck of a turnaround season. Their two losses, Travis, to the two big dogs in the conference. Yep, that's right. That's something to hang your head about. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So uh, back in the uh, postseason uh, there. Uh, and another team that bounced a team from the playoffs ultimately, and that was Matt Toon, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, they had a, a great night there. Obviously, they haven't qualified since 2018, but it was a second win of the season uh, for the Green Wave as they got it there on senior night yep. and they spoiled Marion's chances as uh, they fell to a four and five. So uh, they're out and Mattoon a 43 to 20 victory on senior night. Yeah. Uh, Mattoon showed up and said, Hey, we're going to send these seniors out. There haven't been a whole lot to celebrate for the seniors there in Mattoon recently, but they celebrated a win on senior night. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, maybe that might springboard some momentum. Yep. yep. Uh, later on into next season uh, there. 
Uh, elsewhere, uh, Muhammad, they were looking to uh, continue their winning streak that they were on, but unfortunately uh, they fell to uh, Quincy there, 56-28. Uh, to uh, 28. So uh, Muhammad did uh, clinch the Apollo Conference Championship for the third straight time. Uh, but they missed out on their 8-1 and one record, so we'll see where that puts them on the seed line. Uh, they're being 7-2 and two now in 5A there. And uh, they have had made three playoff appearances in a row now, and they have also come off back-to-back quarterfinal appearances as well the last two years. So we'll see how they uh, stack up in 5A when those uh, mm-hmm. were, are going to be released later on yep. in the next hour. Um, and then also we had Mount Zion, and they picked up their seventh win, 41-6 to over Breeze Modern Day. And both these two teams were in, but uh, Mount Zion got their seventh win of the uh, season and their fourth straight appearance as well. And uh, they have had some recent history, though. Three out of the last four, they've been one and a done. Mm. 2020 notwithstanding, obviously. And Patrick Etherton has only missed it once in his tenure there for the Braves. So... Uh, they seven to two now improved their seed line. They're yep. most likely in four A yep. and modern day six and three. And also, Travis, like you said, just building that momentum heading into the postseason. Even though you knew you were already there, a big win like that over a playoff team huge mm-hmm. for the confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Taylorville, uh, they picked up their fifth win, and it was a thirty-five to nine victory over Bethalto Civic Memorial. And it turns out that Taylorville is in. They are a playoff qualifier there with their fifth win. It's the first time since 2019 that year they were one and done as they kind of had a, a, a bad ending of the year that year. But this is their eighth playoff appearance under Coach Odom. They're in his 15 seasons now for the Tornadoes. So Taylorville gets the fifth win, and they're in. It wasn't pretty, but no. yes, they're in. They're in at 5-4. and four. Yep. Uh, In the Lincoln Prairie, we had Villa Grove officially clinch a uh, playoff appearance. Their sixth straight appearance now, and uh, they have never uh, made the playoffs without Coach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're under his sixth season tenure, and now they have back-to-back six and three seasons, and this one was a 60 to 18 win over Tri County to officially clinch their uh, yep. playoff berth. Yep, uh, big big win there by Villa Grove again, gaining that momentum. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we also had a Nicomas clinch uh, their playoff berth as well with a five and four record. And Nicomas won 41 to 23 over Sagamon Valley. They made the playoffs in 2021 to the Redskins, mm-hmm. but then they missed out last year for Nicomas, but now back in the postseason and again how important was that win last week for nicomas uh, against yeah Cumberland? it was I mean, huge it was huge for nicomas. huge um and then uh, these this one didn't have any playoff implications but it was 62 to 12 arcola winning over sarah gordo uh, arcola has now missed the playoffs in back-to-back seasons the first time since 2012 2013 that they've missed the playoffs back-to-back seasons there for the Purple Riders. But still 4-5 and five with a new head coach with a completely yeah. new system, and we talked all season about the injuries they dealt with. A lot of positives for our Cola build. Right, how forward. big was that one game that they lost to Argenta mm-hmm. on that two-point conversion? Yeah. There, that totally flipped their oh, yeah, they, season they, around. They'd be a playoff team. Yep. So, And then the uh, big one of the LPC uh, championship game, it was between 8-0 and Arthur and 8-0 and Sullivan, and it was Arthur coming out with the win. 42 to 13. So Arthur now are conference champions. Yeah. And they finished the season undefeated regular season. And a great job by Arthur. I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, they just controlled this game 
from start yeah. to finish. And a game that a lot of us thought would be a competitive game, a right. close game, ended up not being that. Mm-hmm. And Arthur really kind of showed why they are ranked and why Sullivan entering this week was not ranked mm-hmm. because Arthur is a really good team. Right, yeah. So congratulations there to the Knights, their best season since 2004, and they also were undefeated regular season in that year as well. So the LPC championship going back home with or staying at home mm-hmm. uh, there with Arthur since it was in uh, Arthur there. And so with that uh, law, first loss of the season for uh, Sullivan, we'll see where that puts them on their seed line uh, there. And so uh, that was a still great season for Sullivan. But yeah, like you said, uh, Sullivan only ran 32 plays in the entire game. Yeah. So to say the least, Arthur controlled the game. To break that clock. down, that's eight a quarter. <laughs> yeah. That's an average yeah. of eight plays a quarter. Yes, yeah, so they absolutely controlled that one. Um, and uh, let's see here. It was in the Little Illini. We had Newton pick up the win over Marshall 40-28. to uh, 28. So uh, Newton finishes with their second win of the season. They'll finish 2 and a 7 and so they missed out on the playoffs and back-to-back mm-hmm. seasons now. And that hasn't happened since 2012-2013 uh, there. And then the other game that didn't have any uh, conference implications or playoffs involved in it was Robinson and Olney. And what a game it was. Yep. Thought Olney was going to get their first win. Yep. But Robinson got them by a point, 36-35. Yeah, Robinson ended up scoring at the very end of yeah. that game. And, and Olney was in, in, in control. They, they had were. it. And unfortunately, just a, a tough year all around for the Tigers down there in Olney, especially based off the past couple of years, the success mm-hmm. they've had. Yeah, uh, a tough year for for the Tigers, but they'll they'll regroup, they'll rebuild, and they'll come back next year. And their first winless season since 2009 yep. for the Olney Tigers. Yep. And then here's the other ones that were uh, had some playoff and conference implications. Casey won this one 35 to 20 over Paris. So uh, Casey finishes with an eight and one record, and Paris. Well, it wasn't, uh, you know, they felt com- they, they weren't sure they felt comfortable at 5-4, and four, but it turns out it was good enough to uh, get in. So uh, they're in with their uh, fifth win despite the loss there last night to Casey. But, hey, Tigers put up 20 points Yeah, on the Warriors. It's good. Yeah, that, that Casey defense we talked all year has kind of shown some cracks here towards the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. That's the most points that they've given up since the Mount Carmel yep. uh, loss, and I only put up 23. Yep. Speaking of Mount Carmel, they officially uh, clinched it. No crazy three-way tie here for the Little Illini Conference title, and it's a third straight there for Mount Carmel, and they have yet to drop a conference game since they've been here at the LIC, and uh, they won this one 49-20 over Lawrenceville. Yeah, Mount Carmel just doing what they do, showing their dominance in the conference. Eight-game winning streak mm. to end the season on, uh, but Mount Carmel going back to the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year and back-to-back seasons where they've been 8-1, and one, even though they did it differently. Right. They lost the first game of the year this year. Last year, they lost it in Week 9. Yep, they lost the last game of the season. So, so. so there was that there. And uh, Casey, after missing out on the playoffs last year, 4-5 and five in a must-win game against Olney. Uh, but they're back in this year, and they're having their best season since 2014. Uh, they're... Uh, Paris, after missing out last year, they're only two and seven, but now they're in with a five and four for, for the first time since 2021. And in Lawrenceville, they missed out on the playoffs last year, three and six, and it's the first time since 2021 uh, there for Lawrenceville. 
yeah. part of the LAC. And Lawrenceville, you know, hats off to them because they went through some bad years. You know, we, mm-hmm. we talked about that on this show and, and stuff like that. And the fact they're able to, to regroup and, and get back to the postseason, uh, hats off to them and right. uh, the coach down there and that, that whole organization. And uh, then uh, Central Illinois uh, saw uh, Central A&M score at the last minute as well, and uh, they defeated Carthage Illini West, and that kept uh, Illini West out of the playoffs uh, because that was their fifth loss, mm-hmm. and A&M won this one 29-26 was the final there. And uh, Warrensburg-Latham couldn't play spoiler against Chester, so uh, they won 33-20 to over Warrensburg. So Chester at 5-4 and four got in. Uh, Clinton, Clinton officially clinched their playoff spot with six win, and they got that one a 49-8 win over Patoka there. And then uh, Shelbyville, they were denied an undefeated regular season as they fell to a Nashville 54-20 to was the final score there. So Nashville got their sixth victory of the season. So, ah, Shelbyville just couldn't complete the yep. undefeated season, uh, regular season. But it's a good thing that their loss came this week rather than uh, next week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, real quick, Travis, uh, Central A&M, I mean, you look back at the Leroy game week one, losing by two, the Clinton game losing by eight, uh, the Warrensburg-Glathen game losing by one, mm-hmm. and you look back at those and go say, just one of those, just right. one of those, and we'd be in the playoffs. Right, yeah. And uh, then uh, also uh, two other games there in the CIC. Uh, uh, Macon Meridian actually defeated Fisher today, yep. and it was 61-14. to So Macon's second win, and Fisher was winless for the season. Yeah, second then, year in a row, I think, for Fisher. Yeah, well, they just restarted the program. Yep. Um, and then the, this was the, the big one uh, score-wise. Tuscola, 80-0 to over Oblong. 80. It was 60 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. Tuscola gets their fifth win, and they're in the postseason. Yeah. 80 that, points. That, that's <laughs> that's Stop. crazy. Stop. Stop. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, so their point differential looks a little bit better now. It does. So that does help them. There's that. <laughs> and, and that had to be what it was about, Travis. I had guess to so, be. Yeah. Um, elsewhere in the South Central to wrap things up here for week nine, uh, Pena, they got their sixth win. And I tell you, it was only a six point win against Staunton. Yeah. 19 to 13. A little concerning the if Panthers. I'm the Pena Panthers. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carlinville won a sit and uh, they got their sixth win of 44 to six. So, uh, 2020 notwithstanding, but, uh, now their playoff streak is old enough to drive. That's right. They made the playoffs 16 years wow. in a row now. Wow. For Carlinville. That's nice. And at Gillespie, they finished the season winless there. Uh, on the other side, Greenville finished the uh, regular season undefeated. It was 48 to 20 win over North Mac to complete the undefeated regular season. Piasal got their fifth win, so they're in. They won 35 to 7 over Hillsboro. And Litchfield gets their sixth win, guaranteed a playoff spot. For the uh, Panthers, the last time they made it was in 2005, and uh, they officially clinched it with a 38-34 win over Vandalia. And this was 31-6 to at one point. Yeah. So Vandalia, good job coming back, but Litchfield holds on there in the end for the four-point win. To me, Travis and I wasn't there, and of course, you know, our friend Todd Stapleton was, but to me it sounded like a team that wanted to win and a team that was happy knowing they were in the playoffs. Sure. Yeah. 
kind of is the way that it looked uh, there. Uh, but Van Daly is going back to the playoffs yep. for the seventh year in a row, 2020 notwithstanding. And last year they got bounced in the first round against Arthur mm-hmm. uh, there. So uh, that is what happened around a week nine around of the area. And uh, coming up next, when we roll on here on the playoff extravaganza, we'll take a look at action that happened elsewhere in other parts of the state of Illinois. And we'll also take a look at some of the uh, playoff qualifiers as well as we uh, go along here on the uh, playoff extravaganza show coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. (laughs) You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You know, it is very easy to take for granted the relationships we experience throughout our ordinary days. The advantage I have is the ability to read responses from my customers regarding their experiences they have had on the sales and service sides of our dealership. And I am so grateful for both my customers and my staff. This is Matt Broniker, General Manager of Russ Broniker Cadillac, Buick, and GMC in Effingham, and I just wanted to express my sincere appreciation to all the people who make my days so enjoyable. All God's blessings to you and yours. Welcome to Illinois, where our favorite topic is the weather. Dustin Sun Auto Supplies knows when it comes to the weather, you can't leave anything to chance. It's time to start winterizing. To help you get started, Dustin Sun is featuring RV Plus antifreeze, available in gallon jugs and 55-gallon containers. This antifreeze is great for RVs, boats, swimming pools, and vacation homes. Take advantage of the nice days we have left. Come by any Dustin Sun Auto Supplies location and pick up a gallon of RV antifreeze. Let us help you make sure you're ready for the constant changing weather conditions in Illinois. Sweet Mobile Home. It's more than just a saying to you. It's where you live. If it's time for some needed mobile home repairs or remodeling, head for Stefan Mobile Home Parts. Doors, windows, skirting, plumbing, heating, or cooling. Stefan is ready to make your mobile home more attractive and comfortable. So to fix up your home, Sweet Mobile Home, come to Stefan Mobile Home Parts on North Route 45 in Effingham or call 347 7433. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now... The starting lineup. The Memphis. Memphis. Turn around three of the Cardinals. We're going to overtime. On 98.9, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update in the game you heard right here on 989 the game just a little bit ago. The thing a lot. I lost it late to Wisconsin 25-21 after they were leading 21-7 at one point 
and ended up falling there late 25-21. Other college football action from today, South Dakota State defeated Southern Illinois 17-10. As Illinois State falling to Youngstown State 41-38. Indiana State fell to North Dakota 17-3. And Eastern Illinois got the win over Bryant 25-24 in overtime. EIU made the two-point conversion on their first attempt in overtime to get the victory there. Action going on right now. We'll start on the Diamond as the Phillies are up 2 to nothing in the bottom of the first over the Diamondbacks with one out. Runners on first and third, though, for the Diamondbacks. They are threatening some other college football action going on right now. North Carolina beating Virginia 17-14. to It is number six over Michigan State, 21 to nothing. Miami over Clemson, 7 to nothing. Oregon got the win earlier over Washington State, 38-24. to It was Texas over 21-24. Ohio State defeated Penn State. 22-12. Action still going on. Old Miss and Auburn tied right now in the second quarter at 14. And it's USC over Utah, 14-7. That game still in the first quarter. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center reads. Yep. Had to start off with the Illinois game. This is the most recent thing, Travis. We have to start off with the most recent thing. I guess so. Yep. I guess so. Hmm. I would have been a little bit more excited, a little bit more hyped if mm-hmm. we didn't just come off that just excruciating loss there for homecoming. Well, so. play better. I guess so. It would help. Don't if get out coached by having a lineman score the winning touchdown for Wisconsin <sighs> late in the game, Coach Bielema. It would also help if our best defender wasn't taken out of the game as well. That is not why they lost <laughs> the game. They got out coached. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about, talk it, about on it on Tuesday, Tuesday. I think. Also, uh, Michigan's up twenty-one to nothing over Michigan State right now. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, maybe needed somebody to scout some calls or something. Uh-huh. For maybe uh-huh. Michigan State could uh, use that help. They, yeah, they can use any help they can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, that's the college football update, and I like to throw in baseball there as well going on. Yeah, we'll keep so. you updated. Uh, in an hour. Yeah, as we go along, because we still got more to come yes. in the 8 o'clock hour. And yes. that's when our brackets will be revealed for a class. Well, we'll just focus on 1 through 5A right. is where our area teams are. So that's where our general focus is here. And, uh, well, let's talk about some other uh, potential matchups that uh, kind of was around the area uh, there that, um, you know, like we mentioned at the top, uh, all the five and four teams ultimately uh, ended up getting it in here. So maybe not as much uh, drama as we originally thought uh, was going to be uh, coming into the night. No, I mean, not not nearly as much. There was still some drama, Travis, and I, I started looking at this this morning, um, you know, before the games were played today. Because, again, there were still some games to be played today that were going to have playoff implications. Um, but as I was, I was figuring it up, Travis, there were about – 43 who clinched last night by getting their sixth win. So 43 out of the 107 spots we had left mm-hmm. were claimed. That yep. left us with about 50 spots or so left. Right. Now, there were a bunch of five and four teams, but when I started doing the math, Travis, at the end of the day, there were 64 spots left of non-six-win teams. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there were 57 five and four teams. Mm-hmm. Well, you do your math. 64, it's gonna be 57. Sh- it's going to be We're short. We're short. We're short some teams here. We're short some teams. 
Mm-hmm. And so we did actually get four and five teams making the playoffs. Yeah, we did actually get quite a few making yep. the playoffs. We got six four and five teams making the postseason here. Yeah, the LaGrange uh, Park Nazareth Academy at four and five get in. Uh, Glenview Glenbrook South four and five. Chicago Taft uh, Sterling High School Plainfield North and Quincy Notre Dame all at five and four all got in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, not just one, four and five, but six. Yeah, that's how crazy the uh, the five and four bubble ended up being and shaking out where f- uh, six, four and five teams got in. Yep, and w- we mentioned it, but we'll can, we'll we'll go through uh, here and and kind of look. You know, we mentioned Central A and M beating Illinois West. A lot of people had Illinois West making the playoffs, but that was their fifth loss. They didn't have yeah. enough playoff points. They got bounced. Um, Salem. Losing to Charleston, Salem was a, another four and four team that a win would have helped them, and they they couldn't get the win there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Troy Triad beat Collinsville. That was a battle of uh, a five and three team versus a a five and, and uh, three team as well. So both those teams made the playoffs. So not as big of an impact in that one. But there were some teams that kind of you look statewide at, at teams who you know you thought. Oh, maybe this team can can get in. They should be able to beat this team, and they they just didn't for whatever reason last night. There were a couple of of weird results. I'm trying to 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 find some of them here on this uh, this website. But like Whoa. Genoa Kingston uh, lost to Rockford Lutheran. Both those teams entered at four and four, so someone was going to get in. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but you you know you, you never know. Lincoln lose lost to Glenwood last night uh, to finish five and four. So uh, they still ended up making the playoffs, obviously at five and four. But there was you know some question about that. Um, well, we me- we mentioned one in the in the area mm-hmm. that Mattoon beat Marion. Yes, as that, well. So definitely that one. Four and five got bounced, and Marion thought, oh, you know, Mattoon's only one and. Seven on the season. Oh, we got this. Mm-hmm. No, nope. nope. And they lost, and they're not going to the playoffs now. At four and five. And a lot of those four and four teams were taking on some better teams. You know, we had talked about that all week, yeah. and you know, kind of how was that going to affect things? And um, you know, it it just so happened that the teams that were had a better record ended up taking care of business, and those teams that were needing to win just couldn't pull them out last night. You know, mm-hmm. minus, uh, like I said, Matt Toon doing what they did to, to stop them. Um, but other than that, it was a lot of teams that needed to win not coming through. Uh, sometimes it was because the deck was stacked against them, but other times it was just they just didn't play up to the way they needed to. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm glad you mentioned that of uh, Lincoln making it at five and four Mm -hmm. as their long uh, drought is uh, finally over. I know they're not in the Apollo anymore. They went back to the uh, Central State 8, but congratulations to uh, the uh, Lincoln Rail Splitters. They've made the playoffs for the first time since 1984. 84. That is a quite a long ago. Yes, absolutely. So congratulations uh, to them. Another team, Travis, in our area that won today over Carlisle, Red Hill got the win, and that punched their ticket to get in. So congratulations uh, to Red Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be playing at 1A. Um, yep. Another team, you know, we were talking about teams that needed to take care of business, uh, Deerfield, which is obviously north of us, but all these games affect the, the bubble and who gets in. You know, they entered at 4-4. Four and four. They were taking on New Terrier, who was 2-6. and six. Mm-hmm. And New Terrier got the win last night, 27-9. to nine. 
and wow. uh, that eliminated Deerfield from playoff contention. So, wow. uh, but again, the trickle down effect of all these games is is what is so intriguing um, about right. you know the way that high school football uh, happens. Uh, you had a game like Plano and Marengo. One team was going to go to five and four. One was going to go to four and five. So you knew someone was going to get in in that game. It was just mm-hmm. a matter of who was it going to be. Um, yep. Just kind of – and those are the games that are exciting to me, you know, because it's basically pl- winning you're in. Right. You know, it's a playoff atmosphere. It's a playoff game right there week nine. Um, and, and, you know, those are kind of what we as broadcasters and fans kind of live for is, yep. you know, getting to that moment. Yep, the winner take all and win or go home mm-hmm. type of moment. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got – uh, there in uh, that game so yep. uh there you go the uh 256 teams for the qualifying for the playoffs are a set and a six of those are four and five teams there it's all about where they stack up now and uh, those uh, mm-hmm. are so for the ihsa will uh, be uh, doing their uh, playoff show and they'll be uh, trickling out and so uh, we'll get our live reactions in the next hour of where our teams are going to be playing and who they're going to match up could we see some potential uh, area matchups as well it's always uh, intriguing or uh, could we get some potential second round matchups of area teams and uh, whatnot but uh, we'll worry about that in the uh, next hour uh, there because we got to still continue on with our number one here and we'll get our final thoughts really on before the uh, brackets are revealed and uh, see how we're feeling about area, how our area teams uh, stack up going into uh, the uh, postseason. So we'll close out our number one next on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed. Hungry? Don't get up. Order up a sub above. Jersey Mike's in Effingham serves up freshly made hot and cold subs. And gluten-free bread and veggie subs are available too. Order through their app, over the phone, or come enjoy one in person. Don't forget the juice for that awesome zing that makes your great sub even better. They cater too. Subs by the box, by the bag, or personal boxed lunches. Plus cookie and brownie trays. Jersey Mike's at 1000 West Fayette in Effingham. Open from 10 till 9 daily. Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. Welcome to Ask the Vet. I'm Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic with a question for you. She wants to know, do cats really have nine lives? Well, Sophia, it may seem like it because cats have incredible senses, speed, agility, sharp teeth, and claws. You might even call them weapons of mouse destruction. But cats only have one life, so we're dedicated to making it a healthy one. That's all the time we have for today on Ask the Vet, brought to you by FNM Vet Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive. It's that time of year. Pumpkin, spice, everything. This is Cheers at Winnie Plumbing, and we're happy to introduce our new line of pumpkin-scented plumbing. Okay, you know we're just messing around with you, but if you have drips, low water pressure, or slow drains, put down that pumpkin spice latte and call Winnie Plumbing before winter gets here. With over 60 years of trusted service, Winnie Plumbing offers real products from real plumbers. Sorry, no pumpkin PVC. Maybe next year. If you're considering purchasing, building, or refinancing your home, it should be a pleasant experience. Let us help you get started. 
This is Christina at the First State Bank of Beecher City. When you finance through a locally owned community bank, you'll discover the perfect product for your unique situation while forming a personal relationship for years to come. Call or stop in today at the First State Bank of Beecher City and ask for one of our loan officers. We're excited to help you with your next chapter in life. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. By now you've noticed that car dealer lot looking a little thin with new vehicles. And while keeping inventory in stock has been a challenge, at Geckner Brothers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the good news is that customer sold orders from most models have still been rolling in. Placing a sold order gets you a build priority at the factory. It locks in your MSRP from any price increases, plus you get the exact options and color you want. For more information, stop by Geckner Brothers today at 600 East Fayette Avenue in Effingham. People say I'm too serious. Those funny ads for car insurance do nothing for me. I like Erie Insurance. It's seriously good. A great rate, legendary service, accident forgiveness. Not one, but eight reasons to switch. Woohoo! See, I can get as excited as the next guy. Your Erie agent in Effingham is Weiss Insurance. Get a quote at 217-342-9777 or visit weissinsurance.com. Are you driving a haunted truck? This is Clayt Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. We've been fixing ghostly noises and creepy crankcases for over 40 years. And since Crossroads Truck Equipment is a parts distributor, we have the area's largest parts inventory in stock. So bring us your freaky Freightliner or your Poltergeist in your Peterbilt. And if something goes bump in the night, our trailer repair shop will have you back on the road. Parts, service, experience. We're Crossroads Truck Equipment. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hunters Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. We're closing out hour number one, but hey, uh, stick around. We got more to discuss. We're here until 9 o'clock, and we'll be taking a look at the uh, brackets that are going to be revealed and get our live reactions from our teams on who they will be matching up in the playoffs. But we close out hour number one, just kind of getting our final thoughts here before the uh, brackets are revealed, of course, FEM in, Cumberland in, and Cumberland with our sixth win last night uh, feels a lot better than it would have been uh, today sitting at 5-4 and four, because even if you sat at 5-4, and four, you're going to be in, but you're going to be matched up with the uh, top seed, uh, you would think, mm-hmm. uh, there from that perspective. And like I mentioned in the opening segment with FEM, now that they won and their playoff points, I kind of like where they're at that they should avoid like a team like Rochester or Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. I know Rochester uh, won last night over yep. Sagar Griffin, and yep. Murfreesboro ended up falling to their team. Yep. That was the, the coin, coin. Yep. yeah, who was also – uh, really good in their class they as well. Won. Yeah, in their yeah, class they were, ahead. Yeah, they were class ahead of yep. them. So, yep. uh, tough one there for Murfreesboro. But yep. so I think our two teams that we cover here, I think, are feeling pretty good uh, tonight there. And um, just kind of, what's some of your final thoughts here before we get to the some brackets? Some of my final thoughts, but at least before we we get the brackets, Travis, I was kind of looking through and looking at some teams that aren't, you know, kind of those undefeated teams, but 
teams I think could be a little bit lower but make a good run and have a good postseason. And mm-hmm. the the very first one I look at, Travis, is Muhammad Seymour. Muhammad Seymour at seven and two is going to be a dangerous seven and two team entering this postseason. They have fifty five playoff points, and of yeah. those fifty five, Travis, they defeated thirty eight wins worth. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That for comparison, that is the exact same as Rochester. Rochester, right. who finished undefeated, had yep. thirty eight playoff points and thirty eight defeated opponent wins. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at that in that perspective. I mean, I think Muhammad Seymour is geared up for a nice run in this postseason because their two losses, Travis, were to higher classes. Right. Both yeah. those games. Like Quincy Notre Dame last night was, mm-hmm. I think, 6A, 7A, I think. At, at least 6. Um, and week see. one, they took on Morton. Yep. Which I know Morton's a higher class. Uh, let's see, uh, Quincy, uh, Quincy here on the last playoff outlook on IHSA was li- uh, listed in 7A. Yeah, see? So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, there were still almost a thousand right. student difference. And those are their two losses. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're a team that's kind of not an undefeated team that could make a lot of noise in this postseason um, as we get going. Yeah, it's always tough, you know, with uh, Muhammad, just kind of how their um, mm-hmm. draw is. And, you know, they were had some talented teams last couple of years, and I was surprised that they only made the quarterfinals, but that's just how the how the brackets drew out and whatnot. So, yeah, I'll be interested to see what kind of path uh, they're on to see uh, how far they can go in 5A uh, there. Kind of a, a, a team that uh – should be set up good, Travis, but maybe maybe in for an early exit. I look at Casey. 31 playoff points, defeated opponents 23. Right. Which means they beat the teams they're supposed to, but they didn't play a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that has me a little concerned because, you know, I know they're 8-1. They had a close game with Lawrenceville. They got they lost to Mount Zion or Mount Carmel. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a you know a tough one last night with Paris, where Paris, like you said, put up twenty points on them. So yep. it seems like when they're playing good teams, that defense that we said was so good gets a little exposed, possibly. Sure, yeah. So I'll definitely be interested to see what seed uh, they get with that low uh, point total and whatnot. But mm-hmm. again, that just kind of goes to the strength of the. Uh, conferences and whatnot, and, you know, Lugley Apollo, five out of the six teams are going to the playoffs. Yeah. That's just uh, amazing strength uh, there by uh, that conference. And, you know, you look at the uh, LIC, not to say that it was uh, bad, really, but only four uh, teams mm-hmm. uh, get in there, and there was a wide gap between Paris and Robinson um, and the kind of top and bottom. So Yep, and, and another team, Travis, I wanted to, to spotlight and kind of – Maybe maybe a couple here on my um, thanks thanks for coming you made it but don't get super excited <laughs> don't get kind of kind of list um, I got Paris there you know sitting at five and four forty two playoff points Travis but their defeated opponent wins is twelve that mm. means the teams that beat them had thirty wins yeah that's not good that right. that means you got beat by a lot of good teams you just didn't have a lot of good teams on your schedule mm-hmm. um, a- another one Red Hill. Red Hill, 36 playoff points, Travis. Defeated opponent wins eight. Right. That's not good. No, that's so, pretty low. Uh, and, and Taylorville, too, nine. Taylorville, nine. And Lincoln, you mentioned Lincoln, Travis. Yep. 30 
playoff points, nine defeated opponent wins. That, yep. that just tells me that there's not a whole lot of wins there over good opponents, which means you haven't seen good opponents or you lost to good opponents. And right. when you get to the playoffs, everyone's a good opponent. Everyone's a good team. No one who made the postseason is lucky and not a good team. You know, everyone who's here is a good team. Even those four and five teams, Travis, like LaGrange Park, for example, they finished four and five, 56 playoff points. They yeah. faced a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like the highest playoff point total in in the state or at least one of the top ones um so yeah four of the six have 50 plus points yeah uh, glenbark south had 52 chicago taft had 51 and sterling had 50 yep and then plainfield north had 49 and quinton Dame with 49 right. so right there i mean and, and again that is more for comparison that 49 playoff points just barely got somebody in is more playoff points than a Roxana who had 32 and finished undefeated. And it's more than, you know, we talked about Casey. Um, it, it, it's much more than that. So it, it makes me concerned for some of these smaller schools. Also, Travis, the other narrative that we are going to be heavily talking about as this postseason evolves, can the South win a title? Yeah. It seems every year the North dominates. Does. You know, it, not so much seven and eight because they do it differently. There is no north south there. It's just one through thirty two. Sure, but can a south team win a championship? Because it feels like no matter how good the best team that represents the south is, it's always tough. It's always tough facing right. those northern teams. Yeah, and also we're in Bloomington this year. Yeah, so, new venue. Yeah, new venue. Maybe some new juju for the Southern teams. Possibly, yeah. And uh, so we'll, we'll take a look at that. And uh, another big thing uh, for me is to see if uh, who's going to get moved up a class or whatnot and mm-hmm. how the classes uh, shake out and whatnot. Because the team we see potentially, like I'm thinking like Greenville, who you know played 3A teams yep. and uh, some of the IHSA playoff outlook had him in 4A. Yep. And uh, then I'm seeing some projections as we lit up to the week have him in 4A, but then also – one of the last ones by some uh, experts I see mm-hmm. uh, had him in 3A. So where are they going to be? Arthur's another one. Arthur, Travis. yeah, they kind of fluctuate. You know, they fluctuate, and if they get put into 2A, they face mostly 1A competition all year minus Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So how is right. that going to affect them? Yes, they're undefeated, but undefeated beating lower-class teams. Yep, yep. Exactly. So uh, we'll uh, see how uh, it all shakes out in the next hour because we're still going here on the starting lineup playoff show extravaganza. And we'll take a look at uh, those uh, brackets as they're revealed coming up in the next hour. And uh, stay tuned to the starting lineup.